I felt that I didn't want to be on this earth anymore and I didn't want to be alive. Olympic Channel Podcast. That was Michael Phelps. I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Each week we find for you the world's best athletes, and we ask them to go in deep about the biggest Olympic talking points. It was September 2014 when Michael Phelps was arrested in downtown Baltimore for driving 84 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone. Police said the swimmer failed sobriety tests. My question to you is, what would you do next? Phelps decided to make a change. He emerged from rehab with a fresh hunger for life. I was just happy, he said. He returned from Rio 2016 as the most decorated Olympian of all time. So where does he get his resilience? Rachel Griffiths gave him a call to find out. Olympic Channel Podcast. It's taking care of yourself and taking care of what you need. Um, you know, that's what matters the most. Uh, you know, for me, as of right now, you know, I've, I'm not competing anymore, but I still find it very important for me to get up and, and to get my body going and to get a workout in because that's what I need. That's what helps me become a harder worker, a better father, a better friend. Um, so, you know, it, it's just taking care of what you need to. You know, I think that's, you know, I, I think with so many distractions that we have in this world, it's kind of easy to, to, to semi get lost here and there in a way. And, and um, you know, I think if you're just focused on really what you're going after or what you're out there to do um, and, and, and what you're really passionate about, uh, I, I think that's, that's something that, that will really help um, carry you to, to being successful. And, and as a term of their, uh, when you're talking about mental health, I mean, for me, the biggest thing that, that I was really able to learn, and, and um, I almost make a joke out of it sometimes in a way, it's, it's I learned to communicate. Um, you know, for me, I was somebody who compartmentalized so much over such a long period of time, and 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 to be able to to kind of let out some of this stuff uh, for me was just um, almost really just a release. So you know, being able to to be open, to be honest, and being your authentic self. Um, you know, it took me a long time to find that, but uh, it, it truly is just um, incredible to just know that you're being yourself and you're being authentic and everything that you're doing, you're doing it because you want to and you have a passion for it. And, and you know, I think if you can have that, that's kind of the equation for success. And, and um, you know, nothing will stand in your way because your mind is such a powerful thing. And, and I guess to also understand that, um, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And, and also that, that you're not alone. You know, you're not out there by yourself. Like there are people that, that are willing to help. And, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to ask that question, but, um, you know, it's, it's important to ask that question for help when you need it. You know, it's something that I struggled with and, and, you know, because I, I didn't want that fear of rejection and being shut down if they couldn't help me. You know, for, for me at that time, I couldn't handle that answer. Um, so it's, you know, just, kind of understanding that that there are people there that will help you and and there are people that want to see you succeed so just really um staying focused on you and 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 what you have to do i think is something that's so important what was that tipping point where you realized you should communicate you had to talk to somebody i mean for me it probably was um well i don't say it was too late but it, it was it was at the point where you know for me it was after i had my second dui and I, I felt that I didn't want to be on this earth 
me, it was time to, to make a change. And, and I had to be ready for that change. And that change caused me to become vulnerable. And that, and that word is a very scary word to a lot of people. So, um, you know, I had to force myself to go through a change that, that could be very scary. Um, but that change ended up being something that saved my life. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, I, I'm still going to have depression spells or spots where I have very extremely high anxiety. But for me, I understand that that, that makes me who I am. And, and you know, I, I'm comfortable in my own skin now. And, and um, you know, for me, I'm eager to be able to have that opportunity to move forward, to be able to grow, to be able to learn from the experiences that I have already had. And I'm sure I will have. Um, you know, I mean, it, depression isn't something that you have that you have once and it goes away. You know, it's something that could come back, and and you know, as long as you're as prepared as you can be when it comes back, you'll be able to make those steps forward, and you'll be able to make change, and you'll be able to make progress. Um, and and trust me, because I, I I found it, I've seen it, I've lived it. Um, so for me, it's it's exciting to be able to talk about this this part of my journey. Because there are a lot of people out there that I know do struggle from the same exact things that I've struggled from. We have the Buenos Aires Youth Olympic Games coming up shortly. How different is it now, in your opinion, for young swimmers coming through than when you were younger? And how has things changed for the better? I think there are so many things that it really takes to, to compete at such a high level, like these Olympic Games or even the Olympic Games. And, and um, you know, I think the coolest thing for me, obviously besides the competition part of it all, was going and, and being able to be in, in, in an environment where you have people from all over the world coming together to enjoy a week or two weeks or three weeks of, of competition and, and togetherness. And, and no matter what's going on in the world, we're all able to come and enjoy. Olympic Channel Podcast. Thanks to Rachel, who did the interview. Michael Phelps was speaking on behalf of the hashtag EveryDropCounts campaign with Colgate. If you want to know more, then jump on that hashtag. So Michael Phelps was in what they called the race of the century in 2004. The Olympic 200-metre freestyle final. But out of the top four swimmers in that race in Athens, three of them have gone on to suffer from well-documented mental health problems. Ian Thorpe, Michael Phelps and Cleet Keller have all struggled at some point. But Peter van der Hergenband of the Netherlands, well, he hasn't. The two-time Olympic champion has a reputation for being friendly and despite an intense rivalry, especially with Ian Thorpe, he stayed cool. It's his belief that you need to channel your anger at the end of a race. So I started off by asking him how he kept his cool in the race of the century. Olympic Channel Podcast. There are a lot of athletes from different sports who um, they, they, they ask me to help them, to help them to, to because um, when your career is over, your life is not over. And, and you're not a medal. It's, uh, you, 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 because... I was so in love with the whole process. I was so in love with, with the whole the race itself at the Olympics, and I'm not uh, all the things around swimming. Uh, it's 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 good when you when it can help you, but also you have to be 
um, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it still sports. So, so it's, there are more important things in life. So, uh, and I'm a very curious person. So, uh, I was swimming was everything for me for a period of time. But when it was my career was over, I was so happy to to develop myself and find different things to 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 improve and and and, and to be stay curious because I was every day you 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 are um, training and to become a Olympic champion. It's not once every four years, every day. And when that uh, the way of, of of living is over, you can can concentrate on different things and try to learn every every day something new. So um, and I think it, because I, um, those guys they came from from uh, big, uh, well-known com- countries in the world of swimming, Australia and and and, and the U.S. Um, I, I'm from a, a rather small country, so I also had to organize. Uh, my success all by myself. I had to organize it like a company. I was I was the manager of my own company, so with all kinds of specialists, with the whole team around me, um, I, I had to take I had to control that and take care of that. So it also helped me uh, and gave me some 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 management styles, and I could continue to develop those management styles. So um, I just. Of course, it was uh, uh, it was it was my biggest passion, the swimming. But when it was over, it was over for me. And I, I never looked back. And, and, and when I when I watch other races, I never I never felt the urge to to compete or to get back in the water. So um, uh, I'm, I was I'm, I was glad for. I was happy that that to feel like that. But still, I can can uh, understand when people. Uh, still have that feeling because uh, uh, and, and, and because of that, you will. It's possible to to, to yeah, that you have some 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 men, mental struggle because you have to t- you have to say goodbye uh, uh, of your of your biggest passion. So if you were to, and perhaps you're imparting this advice to your kids at the moment, but what is the thing that you would? say is the biggest kind of trap or the, the the silliest thing or the easiest thing to believe what do you think when you're a young athlete you really need to to concentrate on in order to be so mentally tough stay honest honest to yourself and your coach we were we were always honest because we always you need feedback to 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 to, uh, to become better but stay honest i think Especially, I mean, when I was young, uh, the testosterone would sometimes go to my head just because you, <laughs> cause you were young, you know, and, and there would be some shouting and, uh, and, and some embarrassing behaviour. Uh, but how did you manage to avoid that? Was that or did it, did it happen? What was the point where you realised this isn't helping? In an Olympic final, and, and, and in, in all the finals, you have to control your, emotion, uh, your emotions. Because if you don't control them, um, uh, you're not uh, in, in control of, of, of your performance. So we all know um, how to control them, and, and, and but, but you need your emotions in the last part of your race if you want to survive. So um, and that's a very, very important aspect. But of course, I was, I was, when I was younger, I was more reckless. I was more 
uh, more wild and 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 I I, 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 uh, I also was there at the games of Atlanta where Gary Hall Jr showed us some 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 boxing experience with his clothes and and and, and how he, he he tried to 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 get Alex Popov out of his concentration and that was also fun it was also uh, because uh, at first I thought he, he was uh, that was not uh, not the way I, I I wanted to do it, but it also brought some entertainment and 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 I knew mm-hmm. later on I knew he uh, Gary Hall respected it, Alex Popov and 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 and, and was likewise. So um, um, it's you have to find a way that's that's uh, that's that's good for you, and it helps you to perform well. So but. I know in the in, in the Olympic final you have to control the emotions. So the testosterone, uh, we, we as a sprinter we we, we, we know we, we all have it. We all have the we all have the same problem, but still we have to to um, to control our emotions. I know that Adam Peaty, I read an interview recently, uh, who's obviously a breaststroke but a sprinter, and he swims. He says his best performances come when he swims angry. And that was kind of like the headline. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And then actually he's saying it's about kind of controlled anger, that you need to have this, you kind of have to channel it into your tech, especially in something like breaststroke where your technique is so important. You, you control your emotions, you control your anger, but you need your emotion, your anger at the end of the race. Because I found when I was young, my first Olympic final in Atlanta, I finished fourth because I could not control the the my the excitement. I just it was like I was a, a beast in a cage and they opened the cage and I went out. So the first 25 meters I gave everything and 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 uh, there was a waste of energy because I was only one tenth of a of a second faster than than when I was was relaxed. So I found out if I could control my emotion and 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 the, and, and the fourth 25 meters at the end of my race, it was the same amount of energy. If, if I could put it in the in the, in the last uh, part of my race, it really ha- it helped me. For uh, I was one second or maybe 1.5 seconds faster than I was normally. I think though it's it's very laudable, and your career, you know, you're, you're not swimming competitively anymore. And I think it's, you really reap the benefits of being friendly now. But at the time, were there people? Were there people telling you, "Hey, don't be so friendly"? You know, you should be thinking about him as your rival, especially Ian Thorpe in the race of the century. You should be obsessing over him and and, and wanting to take him down. Yes, but that's a negative emotion. So it's negative energy, and uh, I don't like that um, because. They also helped me to improve my swimming, and they really pushed my uh, my abilities to to swim faster. And um, for example, when I retired swimming, so swimming in in 2008, uh, there was this big party, big ceremony, and the stadium got my name. And there was this mystery guest, and his and his name is Ian Thorpe. So he took the plane, came from Sydney, he went to uh, to, to Eindhoven. To be to be part of my my, um, um, yeah, my the party uh, because I was retired and uh, so I told he was with, with his mom so invi- I invited them to join a big dinner with my family and the two of us we sit in the corner of the big huge the big table and 
uh, <clears throat> and um, and people were laughing. They enjoyed the food. They enjoyed the the company. But the two of us, we were uh, uh, we had some 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 uh, physical problems because he had some problems with his shoulder. I had some problems with my lower back. And, and and so when I start laughing, I had to, so we, I stood up, I had to walk, and he was just with his shoulder problems, and that was because he pushed me to get every time to get the best out of my my talent, and I and uh, and other way, uh, uh, and it was also the other way um, like that. So um, we 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 just yeah we 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 celebrate at that moment our, our careers, but we also. We find the, those those uh, uh, it, it, it's because if yeah if you want to become Olympic champion you don't get uh, it for free you have really have to work hard and, and push yourself and and I, I was happy that I was part of his career and that he was in my and and, and that we had we had some some great races because of that people um, yeah remembered my my career and my races because. Uh, I was racing Ian Thorpe, so you need each other to get um, um, yeah, to, to, to bring your, your sport to another level. Sometimes, though, it's not you, you know, as calm as you are as a person, someone's trying to start like a fight or a rivalry with you and they might say things in the media or might say things kind of snipey comments to you to try and get a kind of reaction from you. Did you ever have, how do you kind of deal with those sort of things where it's like you're trying to be the bigger person when someone else is trying to drag you down? I think it's, for me, it was uh, <laughs> a lack of self-confidence, I think, because I was not the person, I don't I don't need that uh, that kind of, 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 of attention or uh, it's what, what, it was not part of my strategy. But I know some, some, some athletes who, who who really need that. I used to swim uh, with a, a, a lady called Inge de Bruyne, and 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 she, yeah, she needs that like like Adam Pitti, the, the the anger. She like she she likes to 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 yeah. She the, the, the her race was was a fight, a fight against each other, uh, against her opponents, and and. And it, she, uh, she, uh, she needed that, that, that the, the way of, of uh, because that why she, she, we, she, it helps, it helped her to, to perform well. But I'm, I'm, I'm different. But I know some, 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 some swimmers who, uh, some athletes who, who need that, that, uh, yeah, that negative energy. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel podcast. Thank you to Nico Deloy for his help with that interview. If you want to find out more about Olympic legends like Peter van der Hergenbond, then have a look at the Legends Live On series on Olympic Channel. There's episodes with Michael Johnson, Sean White, and also the aforementioned swimmer Ian Thorpe. So the Olympic Games are kicking off in Buenos Aires very, 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 very soon. And I will be there doing a podcast each day. We've got some really amazing interviews lined up. Can't say anything just yet, but rest assured, the podcast will be the place to stay up to date with what's going on in Argentina. So hit subscribe for great interviews, headlines and a bit of a laugh. Thanks to everyone who got in touch about last week's podcast on elite athletes and breastfeeding. 
It was nice of Rio 2016 Olympic silver medalist Nia Ali, who shared our Insta story saying, thank you Olympic Channel for always recognizing the strength it takes to be a mom athlete. I like opinions, so send them our way. And I always like to read one or two out, so who knows? Could be you listening to this on the podcast, imagine that. So remember to give Olympic Channel a follow on the socials to stay up to date with podcast news and everything else to do with the Olympics. If you want to join the elite gang of Olympic podcast subscribers, we would love for you to join the crew. Leave us a little review as well, especially on iTunes, as it means other Olympic-minded people can find us too. Right, that's it for now. See you soon. Think like an Olympian.